0: Hello, podcast fans. This is Falcon Paladin coming to you with yet another Falcon Paladin hour. And with me, as always, is my friend from down under. His name is Mr. Wade. And how are things today, Mr. Wade?
1: Overcast, and I got wet riding home from work.
0: You got what? It never rains in Australia. You guys are a desert.
1: Uh, I, yeah, yeah, it rains in the desert.
0: I mean, we get rain here too because we're a desert, but...
1: It was very light rain, but because I don't have, you know, enclosing, I'm on a bike, I still get wet, like regardless of how little it is.
0: Yeah. Oh, isn't that the worst? Riding in your bike when it's raining, even if it's not raining very hard, like the speed you're pedaling at makes it worse. It's not a good feeling. Pedaling. (laughs) Pedaling. My experience (laughs) with bikes has been human powered bikes.
1: I haven't been on a pedal bike since I was like 14.
0: Really? Wow. That's a long time.
1: Before I moved, I would ride everywhere on my bike, so I'd just go around and see my mates. And then I went up to like far enough away that I couldn't feasibly ride to my friends that I knew, and I was still making friends at my new high school, so I didn't couldn't ride to their houses because that would be weird. I only knew them for a week.
0: Yeah. That's not a long time.
1: Yeah, and then the holidays were over, and then I knew them, and it was school, so I didn't need to ride to their house. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, I rode a bike to college my freshman year. I lived close enough to campus, I could just bike there. Oh, nice. Um, but yeah, same. I guess same principle, right? You're moving quickly, and it's raining, and the rain's hitting your face like bullets. It's not a good feeling. Mm-hmm. Paint, yeah, no. Maybe paintball pellets.
1: Mm, yeah. I've r- I've ridden my bike in hail. That was not fun. Oh though.
0: no, that's dangerous. You could die. I just <laughs> yeah. imagine Australian hail is like a foot in Can't diameter. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, it, it was small.
0: Okay. Baby hail. Still hurt though, I'm sure.
1: Only on like between my gloves and where my jacket was, so basically my wrists. Yeah and knees mostly because everywhere else was pretty well protected <laughs>
0: in your knees the gaps in your armor
1: <laughs> pretty much
0: game of thrones would have figured that out It's like and this man the gaps in his armor hit him at the knees and on the wrists
1: <laughs> fun fact ned stark was decapitated by a sword that's called ice it's true mm.
0: and then it was melted down and turned into widow's whale and oath keeper
1: Ah, oh, 10 points. Yeah. 20 because you got them both right.
0: Yeah. And Brienne has Oath Keeper because Jamie gave it to her because he didn't want it because he's mm. he's cool sometimes. And then Widow's <laughs> Whale, as far as I know, is just in King's Landing. Nobody's really mentioned it since Joffrey died.
1: Yeah. Which is funny because he also named it the episode he died. It's like, yeah. here's a Valyrian sword. Could be important. Okay, he's dead. Let's never talk about it for three seasons. Never
0: talk about Widow's Whale again. We might need it to fight the White Walkers. Eh. No one mentions it at all I mean, Jamie knows Jamie knows Oh, that's a good thing He's heading up Wait, spoilers Nothing (laughs) Jeez I keep forgetting Where are you with that show again?
1: Uh, I'm at uh, nearly end of season three, I think
0: On the rewatch, though, right? You've watched
1: Yeah uh, I've seen up to the end of season six, I think Okay But I've been spoiled Like, I know where he's going Because you're on the
0: internet, yeah
1: yeah yeah
0: it's fairly fairly impossible that's the one show that i will watch the night of because i understand that if i don't i'll get everything spoiled the next day within the next like 12 hours impossible to avoid
1: yeah no yeah
0: yeah. we've talked about it yeah yeah yes all right so do you want to start off with some starcraft talk today
1: starcraft okay we can talk about starcraft where would you like to start with starcraft because we kind of had two things
0: that's true. I was thinking about the Facebook AI for StarCraft.
1: Alright, Facebook AI. Think Let's out, do who it. Who
0: had it? Wired? Yeah, Wired had an article about it. Uh, Engadget picked, on it, picked up on it later, but it was Wired that had the thing. And the headline is actually... I mean, it's clickbaity, right? Facebook quietly yeah. enters StarCraft war for AI bots and loses. It's like, well, that's not really what the article's about. It's not necessarily <laughs> about Facebook's failure in the StarCraft AI battles, but...
1: Right, it's they're kind of picky on Facebook there, but I really don't mind.
0: (laughs) No, Facebook hasn't done much to earn our respect in any way, even though I use it all day, every day. Uh, But yeah, I mean, it's just it's. We'll put it in the show notes for sure, the link. But it just talks about where we are with this with Starcraft AI. And it just makes me want to find gameplay of this. And I did a search. I tried to do a search for... They mentioned a very specific artificial intelligence that they named uh, this one dude, ZZKBot, by Chris Cox, an Australian developer. Yep, from Perth. And he mm. built this bot alone. And it won. Mm. It won the competition, yeah. which <laughs> yes. is ridiculous. Like all these huge companies, Google's in here, Facebook's in here. And this is one Australian's like, uh, you know what, on a whim, I'll go ahead and enter this competition and just wins it. That's like a 1,000 points for Australia.
1: I like his comments on it. He's like, I didn't really expect to win. The sauce kind of rubbish. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: it's supposed to be a proof of concept. I entered it on a whim. Yeah, that's pretty awesome, dude. Way to, mm. way to go, Chris. I,
1: I think the reason why it probably won over something like DeepMind or Cherry Pie was, is that it's... Just a bot in the traditional sense, where it knows what to do and where to place it, rather than a neural network that mm. is trying to learn and adapt on its own.
0: Yes, I did find a YouTube video with ZZKBot fighting against some general like Russian guy for some reason. And yeah, he, the developer is actually talking about it on the video, and he says, yeah, this isn't technically an AI, it just it knows a build, and it mm. rolls with it, and it's really, really good at executing this build. But it doesn't make decisions. It can't learn. It never gets any better. And so, yeah. I think at this stage it makes sense that his bot would win. But I think maybe in the coming years it's going to struggle a lot more. What race does it play? Uh, It was Zerg. I think it just (laughs) 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 six-pooled. It was a brood war game and it just tried six-pooling. But the human basically scouted it. Saw it coming, got a couple cannons up, and actually sent a couple probes over to kill all the drones for the AI. And the AI could not respond to its drones being killed. It didn't have anything. It had no response for that. So, okay. like, two minutes into the game, it's six lings are heading across the map, there is one drone back at base, <laughs> and the Protoss player has a perfect wall with two cannons, and it's just like, well...
1: <laughs> game set and match.
0: Game set. Like, they didn't even bother showing the rest of the match, because they were just like, you get the point. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I I'd like to see I don't know, can we televise this? Can we put this <laughs> on YouTube? Can we cast it?
1: Oh, that would be great. <laughs> get some live casters in for that.
0: Yeah. I mean it's basically just bronze league at this point, right? These guys do these AIs do not know what they're doing.
1: You should see if you can get the replays. I should. Throw them in your um what do you call it? Into the void series. Yeah.
0: Right? yeah. Into yeah. the void every Friday. Bronze and silver. Which I feel like those players are probably better than the AI right now, based on what? I'm understanding. Yeah. So yeah. I don't I'd say so. Yeah. So I'll just email Google and be like, "Hey guys, um, could I get replays from your StarCraft <laughs> AI?" And they'd be like, "No problem, dude. Here you go. How'd you get this email?" Uh,
1: <laughs> Would you hear about our build orders here? Ino's sniping them off the streams. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So anyway, really interesting article. I liked it. The headline is not that Facebook loses. It's stupid, but it goes into a lot more about it. It's not a huge... Facebook does lose, though.
1: It yeah. comes like 26. I know it comes 8 out of 26 or something.
0: Like yeah, it's it's yeah. a technically correct headline. It's just very clickbaity, which the author of this article did not choose the headline. That's not how this works. Uh, Tom Simonite wrote this article, and then an editor put the headline up, and Tom had no say in it. Yep, I'm not saying it's not effective. Clickbait by definition, makes people click.
1: Yeah, That and anything getting upvoted in the r slash StarCraft subreddit. Yes, you know, that helps a lot. It's usually too. worth a look at.
0: Yep. But I mean, if even if it was at the top of the StarCraft subreddit and it was a boring headline, you would have just been like, eh, moved on, right? I mean, maybe. If it was a really bad headline, right?
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. There's a lot I don't look at there.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Exactly.
0: So anyway, keep keep your eyes out for that, for StarCraft AI. I think everybody's focusing on Brood War right now, as far as I can tell. StarCraft 2 is not really in the in the mix yet. So, Brood War games by robots. Yep. All right. So that's StarCraft news. Do you want to talk about more StarCraft news?
1: Uh, we Might as well get all the StarCraft out of the way at the start. Sure thing. Front load it.
0: Yep. So, Go for it. Serral. 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 Like
1: one Korean ladder.
0: How? What? How? When? Why? He's finished.
1: Today, because he's really good. No, he's still going.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for answering my questions. Uh, Yeah, I mean, like, I like Serral. I've cast his games a lot. He's an aggressive Zerg player, which I love. I love the ones that get out there and get stuff done rather than just playing defensively, which is kind of how Zerg is designed, but there are certain Zergs like True and Serral that really really try to take it to their opponent in an aggressive manner, and he's one. Did he? I'm trying to remember what game it was of his that I was really impressed with. Can't remember right now. Too many. Too many Serial games. (laughs) But I honestly never expected him to be number one on the Korean ladder. I just didn't.
1: No? Well, I mean, he's been really performing quite well in recent tournaments. Yes. Uh, Where was it I last saw him? I saw him in Takedown Beyond uh, in Shoutcraft Kings. Mm. He wrecked Beyond. Made him look like a beginner. Beyond did really well. With like a couple drops, and then just basically never built anything more than like one factory Which is, and one starport and yeah. like eleven barracks, and just kind of sat there like, I'm gonna finish this now, and then now turned into like twelve minutes later, and there was ultras out, and it's like okay, I lose. Yeah, so, I don't know if it was Cyril was really good there, or Bian just played really poorly. Mm. Probably a bit of both.
0: Probably a bit of both. So earlier in the year, he took second place to Neeb at 2017 WCS yon Shoping. 4-3. I mean, he took Neeb to seven games and how well Neeb's been playing recently. That is no, mm. no joke.
1: Because Neeb's still in career at the moment, isn't he?
0: Yeah. He deleted his, his Twitter. Oh, did he? I went to tag him in one of my tweets for one of my casts and it's just gone. And I did some searching and people are like, why well, didn't he delete his Twitter? It's like, well, he was, didn't want distractions. And it was like, you can just not look at the Twitter app. <laughs> like, there are things you can do.
1: You can do that. But people find that if you just don't have the app and it's, you know, if you don't have the app, it's not there to distract you. Cause if it's there and it's loaded on your phone or in your browser or whatever, you might just go to it by habit. But if you're not signed in, Or you change your password, or you delete the account, or the app, or whatever, you can't check it. Yeah. You you physically put up a system to prevent it.
0: Yeah, so your point is, there are ways to not be distracted by it beyond deleting your entire Twitter account and making people freak out.
1: Well, yeah. Yeah.
0: What's fun is that I also uh, tag Ting in the tweets Mm -hmm. about Neeb, because they sponsor him. Like It's their own esports team of one, for whatever reason. Mm. And they actually liked my tweet last time. I had a Neep cast. I was like, aw, that's nice. nice. Thanks, thanks, massive cell phone company for <laughs> liking my tweet. I'm sure you watch the cast, whoever runs your social networking stuff.
1: They might have. You never know.
0: They could have. They could have subscribed even. I would never know. <laughs> never, ever know who it was.
1: You can, uh, just, you can actually find a live tracker of subscribers to YouTube channels. And I'm fairly sure that tells you who's subscribed. Yeah. Like you can just get a giant list. And surely it'd be like Ting YT or something for their YouTube. You could just control F and find that.
0: Yeah. There is a whole list of people who subscribe to you. And actually, it used to be they'd send you an email every time somebody subscribed. Well, this <laughs> is This is for me. I think for your first, I don't know, like 500 subscribers, they want to really encourage you and be like, check this out. Somebody subscribed. It's your third one. Hooray. Imagine
1: PewDiePie still getting
0: emails. It's like, yeah, exactly. It's your 59th million subscriber. Yeah. And so they stopped. They stopped for me <laughs> around 500 or 600. I don't know what the number was. But I can look at a list of subscribers sorted by, yeah, sorted by date. So my most recent subscriber is Seamus Hackett. What up, Seamus?
1: Shout out to Seamus Hackett.
0: Seamus, welcome. You're probably not listening to the podcast. That's cool. Maybe not. He is also subscribed to Loco.
1: Ooh, he's good.
0: He's pretty good. He's also subscribed to a YouTube channel called Shmulti.
1: (laughs) No, haven't heard of Shmulti?
0: Me neither, but it's a picture of what I think is a sloth in a tuxedo.
1: Ooh. (laughs) It would have taken him three days
0: to get dressed. Yeah. Yeah. That's the problem. Looks like he's a video game guy, so it makes sense. Anyway, anyway, just scrolling through my most recent subscribers. I don't see anything, obviously, that has the name Ting in it. So that probably ruins that that whole theory, I think. Anyway, the point is, Cyril is playing really well right now and representing Finland. I can't name another Finnish StarCraft II player. Mm. I mean, it's like he's carrying the weight of that entire country on his shoulders.
1: Oh, yeah. It definitely is.
0: <laughs> the finish StarCraft 2 Pro Scene. There's a Liquidpedia article about it. Elfie. Uh, Elfie. If you remember Elfie at all. Probably not. Wellmoo's finish. Um, yeah, those are the names that I remember. Yep, not great. Not great for that country, but Serral! Serral, 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 Serral representing. Good job, dude. Good job. Hmm. All right. Uh, should we move on to space exploration? SpaceX. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. So I think this was more of a last week thing, but it came out after our last podcast. So Elon Musk announced he had a big SpaceX, SpaceX announcement thing, and he said that he wants to colonize Mars like first humans, setting foot on Mars by the year 2024. Which, holy cow, that's so close. That's basically next week. That's, I assume, an approximate
1: goal that'll eventually just get slightly pushed back every time.
0: I'm sure it will. I'm sure it's an aggressive, aggressive goal to encourage people to work their butts off. Uh, But probably. Yeah. So basically he wants... Well, Well, so let's see. There was Basically, this is going back to a conference that he held last year about the same concept. And he says... Um, If 1 million people sign up for this, the cost could fall to $200,000 per traveler. So it's not one trip, obviously. It's going to be multiple trips. But it would basically bring the cost down to basically the price of a house. Okay. So I think there are enough people in the world. Like, this is drawing from the world population. People who could afford a $200,000 plane ticket to be one of the first people to set foot on Mars is pretty good.
1: Okay, let's say you could offer... Prices that almost anyone could buy, but you're probably going to advertise to the richest 1% or whatever of the world, right? Yeah. Because they're the people who can afford tickets to, let's say, Mars. Yes. The problem is, once they get to Mars, their money really isn't kind of worth much to them. Right. So you'd be asking them to give up all their wealth, regardless of the price of the ticket.
0: Yeah. And again, there are so many parallels to the Age of Exploration here on earth yeah you come to the new world you come to australia you come to india like i don't know like your money isn't really worth anything at least for the first long while right
1: nobody bought a ticket on a ship to australia
0: (laughs) (laughs) come on eventually some people did
1: right eventually yeah yeah. assumedly somebody did
0: (laughs) okay fine yeah that's fine, though. I mean, the look, the whole point the whole point of new world is new land, right? You're from England. Everything's been spoken for for two hundred years. You can't get new land without paying like all of your fortune, right? So you go somewhere, you go to America, you go to Australia, and yeah, maybe it's lawless, and maybe there's a chance you could lose mm-hmm. things, but there's also a chance you could have so much land and start a new empire in the new la- in the new world, right? Like, I'm sure there's some crazy capitalist who's like, eh, I'm bored with Earth. I already have billions of dollars. I'm going to go to Mars and be the first billionaire on Mars, right?
1: I mean, that's Elon Musk. Yeah. (laughs) That's him in a nutshell.
0: It is. And if it wasn't his idea, he'd be one of the first people to sign up, for sure. Do
1: you reckon he'll go and just run the entire operation from there?
0: Just becomes a dictator. That'd be amazing.
1: (laughs) He he gets to Mars and he's like, all right, I'm not paying my taxes anymore. Come and get me. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> federal government's like ah shucks we can't <laughs> afford a ticket <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's, there is a lot of sci-fi with the topic of what to do with interplanetary exploration and existing governments on earth because you're right there's a whole part that's like it doesn't matter anymore nobody can enforce earth law on mars it's impossible so it turns into the wild west it does there are specific historical examples of places and times in this world where that was the case
1: because what it usually ends up happening when you explore a new land the idea is oh we'll go there and we'll send resources and materials back to earth and you know improve things there and trade but it's it's yeah in trade Mm -hmm. but usually more goes to the new land than leaves for a long time Uh, in order to start shipping stuff back from mars you would need to be able to make fuel there yes otherwise you have to have enough fuel to lift all the fuel off Earth that you would need to then get off Mars as well. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of fuel to lift.
0: Less than Earth, though. There's less gravity on Mars and le- and no atmosphere. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So it- it's easier.
0: It is. But still, escaping the gravity of a planet is not great. Yeah, no. No. So anyway, it's just like, I I mean, the concept of, yeah, humans are going to go to Mars. And I figure like, eh, 50 years, I'll be an old man. But 2024 jeez you thinking about getting a ticket nope (laughs) (laughs) i don't have that explorer spirit let's not get confused here wade i have no interest (laughs) in living in the wild wild west i would not survive i would die
1: well it wouldn't be super wild wild west you'd have like a habitat of some sort and everyone lived in a giant colony you're not riding around on horseback shooting each other and getting scalped by native americans
0: that's true there aren't any native martians on Mars.
1: That we know of. Uh,
0: that we know of. We haven't done a full full exploration of it yet. That's true. But I don't know. Like, okay, so there's hostility in the West based on the Native Americans, which is understandable. But the hostility on Mars is just you walk outside and you die, right? Yeah. So, I mean, there's, again, a comparable, comparable concept there. The other Elon Musk news that Wade wanted to mm. talk about. Ah, you brought it up. No, you did.
1: No, you brought up Elon Musk.
0: That's true. But then you specifically wanted to talk about...
1: His um, low-Earth orbit rocket travel? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, oh, I can't right. remember what it's called.
0: SpaceX. Let's Google it. Uh, SpaceX. Is there a name for it? All right. So, All right. So there are two things that we have heard about this that differ a lot. So what I've heard about it, is that this is basically a way for Elon to raise money for this whole thing. He's going to charge rich people inordinate amounts of money to go up in rockets into low orbit, experience space travel on some level, right? Um, and then bring them back down and just use the cash to make sure that human humanity doesn't go extinct in the case of a mass extinction event. Yes. And then the other side of it Which is what I've
1: heard is that he um, it was essentially going to just be used for people to get around. Like, if they wanted to travel from New York to Hong Kong, it could do it in something like 20 minutes. Holy smokes. People were just going to do this trip to get around. It would be faster than planes, which is silly because it wouldn't be. (laughs) Probably not. Sure, the flight time might be 30 minutes at most rather than 6 hours but you've still got to like get people to the launch platform load everyone up and then rocket fuel usually goes in last which can take up to like 8 hours just itself to load rocket fuel
0: true however airport security man sometimes <laughs> you, that can take a pretty...
1: while yeah that can take a while there's no arguing that but you think having a rocket that might you know get, you know get caught on a gust of breeze and then fly into the empire state building is better because no. these things land and they go off with a lot of bang they do there's a there's a reason why rocket launch pads now are you know not next to cities
0: uh-huh in general
1: yeah which is why when i heard that this was going to be just like hey let's just get people to do trips with this i thought it was an incredibly dumb idea
0: but with my cynical explanation
1: Yes, that it was just for the richest of the rich and to say that we can get around really fast if we want and have it be like, you know, a nice little story makes much more sense.
0: Yeah, it's a status symbol. You get to tweet about it and do selfies on the rocket and it's awesome. So we'll see. We'll see what it turns into when it happens because we're pretty consistently at the point where he's getting this, uh, these Falcon things to land. Yeah, to land regular type like he wants it to, Yeah.
1: Do you feel some pride in them also being called falcons
0: yes i take full credit for the success of the (laughs) falcon project
1: i'm pretty sure he named them after you yeah he did
0: i believe all of elon musk's ideas came after i started casting starcraft it's true that's right (laughs) (laughs) all right enough elon musk let's talk about superpowers
1: superpowers
0: superpowers alright so everybody has the standard question what superpowers would you want or superpower you can only choose one and everybody says flying or if you're a pervert you say invisibility and that's how it works
1: there are other practical applications to invisibility than just perving a woman in the showers like every 80s movie but invisibility.
0: but <laughs> <Eventually>, <laughs> but you it would turn into that come on <laughs>
1: eventually you know that's where it's going <laughs>
0: yes okay so that's what everybody chooses and it's boring mm. so wade and i were talking before the cast about how much sleep we're getting lately spoiler alert not a lot and uh we both agreed that the superpower of not having to sleep at all sounds kind of amazing pretty great yeah so it'd be like an x-man power right you just have a genetic mutation where your body doesn't get tired Oh, would that extend to like physical exertion too? I bet that would be related.
1: It would be related, but I mean, your body's doing something different when it comes to physical exertion than it is sleep, because that's burning fats and stuff, where sleep is like, we need to reset your brain for a day.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, researchers don't actually know why we have to sleep. There's no good answer (laughs) for it yet. But yeah, as far as what Wade said, that is pretty much what I've seen is the general consensus now is that something about our brain just needs a nap the brain needs the time to reboot (laughs) uh maybe do a quick virus scan Mm. and then come back up so okay i see what you're saying so yeah not having to sleep is not necessarily the same thing as just being able to run forever and ever and not get physically tired
1: not being sleep i think you would still get tired but you as long as you eat food then you know you you'd slowly recover your stamina i would say an improved rate Mm. than you do when you go to bed and sleep for eight hours okay Right. So you you wouldn't be like, okay, I just did eight hours of work, 12 hours of casting, and all right, now I'm just going to sit in this chair because I have no energy and cannot sleep.
0: Yeah, that sounds bad. Let's not do that. (laughs) (laughs) That's like the evil genie version of this. (laughs) Genie, my wish is I never have to sleep. And it's like, all right, you're going to feel like crap, but you won't have to sleep. (laughs) (laughs)
1: No, evil genie. I mean, you get to binge watch a lot of shows because you just sit there.
0: Yeah, but you feel miserable. Like, yeah, that sounds appealing to be able to binge watch everything because there are so many so many shows I didn't want to watch. But if I just felt gross while I was doing it, I don't know if it's worth it, man.
1: Well, I, I, you wouldn't feel bad. You just feel low energy. Yeah. Like, you're slightly tired, but you don't feel like you're sweaty and covered in grossness. Okay. You just like you take a shower beforehand and be fine.
0: <laughs> Alright. Alright. I accept. I accept the proposal.
1: So you would take that superpower?
0: I think so. I mean not over anything else, but it'd be a pretty good one.
1: I would probably take never having to use the bathroom. Really? Yeah, you you waste so much time going to the bathroom.
0: I mean I don't feel like I do. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, you're playing Halstern when you go to the bathroom.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right? No, okay, okay, okay. I get, I don't know what it is. Is it like digestive differences, intestinal genetic differences? Because, like, my boy, my six-year-old boy is not listening to this. He'd be so mad if he knew I was saying it. But that guy, if he is going to the bathroom and it is poop, he is in there for 25 minutes every time it's like okay hey, we got to, go to the store let's go and i'm in the bathroom it's like oh we're not leaving until tomorrow <laughs> but then I, me i can't think of a single time in my entire life i have been in the bathroom for longer than 10 minutes not once and that's a long time for me i mean have you considered he's just you know
1: reading the newspaper or whatever like he's not actually sitting there struggling
0: he's struggling you stand next to the door you can hear the struggling.
1: Like, I'm worried about no, it, honestly. <laughs> Take him to a doctor.
0: Maybe we should. But, I mean, it's never to the point that he can't. It's not like he never. He comes out and is like, uh,
1: Right, but go. he might be. Like,
0: that's terrible. Let's not do that.
1: Right, but there's a difference between can't go and I think I broke something.
0: Right. And he's never said he, think he's, he broke something. <laughs> and this is a pretty dramatic kid. If he thought he broke something, he would tell us that he thought he broke something. We'd hear about it. <laughs>
1: this topic um yeah but okay think about it if he's there 25 minutes every day
0: Mm, once every two days but yeah
1: but think about that how many 25 minute periods would you get back over the course of a lifetime
0: no i get it if i'm him absolutely this makes sense but i am (laughs) me and there's me where i can think of maybe a time when i was sick right Mm, right and so i'm in the bathroom for a while and it's never been that long On a normal day, it is 45 seconds, in and out, done. Just saying.
1: I would still take it just to get that time back. Because think about it like this. Mm -hmm. You could remove the bathroom. Let's say I lived alone. Or whoever else I lived with had this ability. You could remove the toilet from your bathroom. And just, you know, have a big enough bath to fit someone who's tall as I am.
0: Right? Okay, but removing the... I don't know how big Australian toilets are, but that's giving you back... Like, two square feet? wee, But
1: two square feet longer of a bath, I can finally fit in them now.
0: Right, but usually the bath runs from wall to wall. So, is there a toilet at the end of your bathtub in your house?
1: In a world where we have superpowers, if you remove that space, you can magically rearrange the, to- uh, the bath to fit in a space. Alright,
0: so you would <laughs> trade having a toilet for a longer bathtub.
1: Yeah... Yeah, I, okay, truthfully, I'd probably just get rid of the bathtub and have, a sh- like, a shower, and then whatever room was next to the bathroom would just be a bigger room. Like, I'd have an extra big lounge room, and just a, a literal closet kind of sized room with a shower in it.
0: Yeah, I just, I just don't feel like this is game-changing, any of it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you would save so much time.
0: Okay, so my computer room is now three and a half feet longer than it used to be. I don't know what I would do with that space, I guess. Maybe it's just a failure of imagination.
1: You could turn it into a projector room. Put a pool table in.
0: I already have a projector room. You do? Yeah. Oh, nice. It is nice. Good for you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's the problem. I need a smaller house so I can relate to this wish.
1: (laughs) Okay, the other way that I would achieve this without having to take a superpower, it's the number one reason I want Cybertronic legs and arms. Because then you don't have to eat as much. Like, assuming they're self-powered, like, I can just pop in. Lithium ions, let's go with, like, every 26 hours. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I just pop one into, like, my wrists and my knees or whatever. And because you don't need to supply that much of your body with energy through eating, you can eat less you can spend less time on the toilet. All right. It's the number one reason we need to be working on cybernetic arms. <laughs> it's the number one reason. I, I know people have lost limbs and it would be great to give them back, but, but I want to spend less time on the toilet.
0: Okay, that sounds fair. I
1: could be watching Rick and Morty in
0: this to- That's true. Good segue, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> All right, season finale of Rick and Morty.
1: The Ricturian Mandate.
0: Ricturian Mandate. At my desk, I have a giant whiteboard on one of my walls, and there's a list of things that I'm waiting for to come back. And Rick and Morty was on that wall the day after the finale aired because I was very sad.
1: <laughs> Next minute, it's canceled.
0: <sighs> Don't you even joke about that. Don't even think about it. Alright, cool. So, let's play the game. Does Falcon think that Wade enjoyed this episode of Rick and Morty? Yes, let let us play the game. Let's play the game. And I'm gonna go with, yes, Wade enjoyed this episode of Rick and Morty.
1: Winner, winner, chicken
0: dinner. Yeah! Yes. (laughs) So I'm, like, what? 50% on the season? It's not that good.
1: Uh, I'll take you out for it.
0: Yeah, it's, it's around there. It's not all losses and all wins, anyway. Yeah, no. Anyway. So, all right. So, I I was surprised they brought back the whole, is Beth a clone or not question as quickly as they did.
1: Yeah, I, I assume that was something that they've just let linger for a while. Because it seems like, like something surprised. they would do. Yeah. Yeah. they they wait for you to forget about it and then be like, bam, she's a clone. Right. But, but no, they're like, hey, you're you.
0: <laughs> but... Wasn't the message, it doesn't matter? I mean, sort of. Like, the whole conversation that Beth and Jerry have, right? Mm. Where she's like, I love you. I'm not the woman you married, because I love you. And Jerry's like, wait, what? (laughs) He tells the story of their date and he gets the Snickers wrapper stuck to his hand. Oh, it was quintessential Jerry. That was such a good moment.
1: It was quintessential Jerry, but it really just undermines, like not undermines, it underlines how like inept that character is at doing anything. Anything. Yep. (laughs) Literally anything.
0: Yes. And I don't know. I mean, basically the concept of Jerry is all the people who watch Rick and Morty and think that they're Rick, you guys are all Jerry. everyone's a jerry everyone's a jerry that's the message of the show everyone's a jerry Mm -hmm. you're not except for rick except for rick (laughs) yeah so i don't know like i would freak out if i started really having concerns that were backed up by evidence that i was a clone and i'd be freaked out at the level of does it matter and it's like well i feel like it matters but why and it's like "Ah, not good
1: would you though if you can't prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that you are a clone, what kind of difference does it make? Because <laughs> at the end, she just kind of goes, even if I'm not the real Beth, I relate to them because she doesn't and all that. Yeah. She kind of just comes to, to, to accept that if I'm a clone, so what? I've still got my kids.
0: And I love my husband for some reason. So that's a bonus.
1: <laughs> for some for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's kind of a bonus. Let's remember it is still Jerry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But that's the other thing that doesn't matter, right? If you love the person you're with, it doesn't matter if they're a Jerry, because you love them, right? Yeah. I'm on board with that. Yeah. So anyway, what did I, I had a hard time with the President versus Rick fights.
1: I thought they went on just a little too
0: long. Yeah, it's a little bit like Peter fights the chicken from Family Guy, where just mm. fight scenes of indeterminate length. Have you seen these? No. No, you haven't seen this. I don't like Family Guy. Me neither, but there is a chicken... Like, a f- literally five-minute Peter fights a chicken fight. It is the longest thing. And it's really well animated. I mean, it's not garbage or anything, but it's just an epic waste of time. It is the most... Anyway, so it's kind of like that. It was kind of like that with me. It's like, we get it. The president has access to all sorts of crazy crazy tech that was a gas.
1: yeah um I'll, I'll get to it in a minute i'll All let right. you finish your thoughts yeah
0: yeah so it's just i get it like you could have shown us you could have shown us uh 75 percent of that fight and we would have gotten the point
1: mm. i do like that everything the, the president has everything that rick can do in a just way cheaper way <laughs> yeah rick can do everything but five times better <laughs> you're more likely to get a curable cancer walking through the mushroom clouds and taking that pill
0: <laughs> and i love that the president has the the janky portal that you light with that you enact with a lighter <laughs> like on minecraft <laughs> yeah that was good that was really good and some people are like well rick should just kill the president it's like no rick only has a limited number of realities he can go to if he kills the president in this reality he's not going home he needs to find somewhere else to hide out, which sucks.
1: I mean, he could just leave the planet.
0: Mm, I
1: guess. Sure, that the president had into like planetary travel.
0: No, that's true. And the Federation is dead, so I feel like because from last season, where Rick said there are three planets that are outside Federation control and vaguely Earth-like. Mm. Um, but now the Federation's dead. The number is probably bigger now, right?
1: Yeah, probably. Yeah, I would have to assume so.
0: I mean, part of it's probably family, right? You have to uproot the entire family and bring them with you, which gets awkward. Or you could clone them. Or you could. I mean, it's already not the original family from season one, so. That is true. Hmm. So much. So much in the brain. But anyway, there are a bajillion Easter eggs in that president fight, too. I mean, there are the Shining Kids. Obviously, Tupac Shakur Skeleton is in the floorboards. Yep. They've got a moon landing, like, staging rig thing for TV. <laughs> yeah. They've yeah. got a 9-11 staging rig thing for TV. <laughs> and just to cap it off, they have a Crossing the Delaware staging rigging thing for TV. <laughs> <laughs> Revolutionary Which is War stuff. <laughs>
1: It's interesting that you need to stay to that for TV. Uh, yeah.
0: It was really odd. It was funny though. No. It was really yeah, it was just jam-packed with stuff in that fight. So and I really did <laughs> love uh England England Rick. Is that what he calls himself? Fly fishing rick? <laughs> fish, rick? Fly fishing rick. You can tell by
1: my hat. My
0: hat. My extreme enthusiasm for fly fishing. And the president looks at him and goes, Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Don't touch me or you'll
1: die. What was that? He's dead. It was death. What
0: kind, Instant? Couldn't he be just knocked him out? <laughs> Everybody wants to get knocked out, <laughs> nobody wants to die. <laughs> oh man. The writing is just great. And then we're in indeterminable, who knows how long until the next episode, et cetera, et cetera. <sighs> could, could be weeks. So, I mean, based on the fact they had an April Fool's Day episode, I feel like the next step is to release one on Christmas Eve without telling anyone. So, like, everybody is with their families because it's Christmas Eve. And then all of a sudden, Facebook starts lighting up and Twitter's going nuts. And it's like, there's an episode. I'm at Uncle Terry's house and I got to watch Rick and Morty and no one's going to understand this because it's my family. And it's like either a side of, like, I can't watch it where I am. Which would be terrible, or like having to watch it with people that you don't like. I mean, there are some real good, real good awkward potential there. Yes. I mean, where will you be Uh, on Christmas Eve?
1: Asleep, probably.
0: When you're awake. Jeez.
1: (laughs) I thought you meant like Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve only matters to me in the time I fall asleep and I wake up on Christmas.
0: Oh, so do you need Christmas Day for awkward family stuff?
1: no that can be done anytime uh christmas eve though is i mean i don't know what i'm doing for christmas eve this year yet okay i know what i'm doing christmas day
0: are you gonna be with awkward family i mean yeah okay perfect perfect right so you get a twitter message from falcon that's like what up and rick and morty episode just dropped and you're in the middle of christmas day dinner with your family and it's like no
1: Uh, I'd be like, I'm going to check this on Netflix on my phone and then tell you it doesn't come out in Australia until, you know, a week from now.
0: That is an excellent point. You are immune (laughs) to their trolling. (laughs) Dang it. All right. Well, for someone who gets the episodes when they air on not Netflix, there are some offs for sure. Yeah, I just feel like if I was at my grandma's house sitting down to a nice Sunday, not Sunday, Christmas dinner, Christmas day dinner with ham and stuff. And all of a sudden, it's like there's new Rick and Morty, and it's on right now. I'd be like, what? i just short circuit. And I think they would find that funny.
1: <laughs> Dude, you'd be like, honey, we, I, can I talk to you in private for 24 minutes exactly in the other room?
0: Oh, or I could just be like, I need to take a trip to the bathroom like our middle <laughs> child. And she'd be like, oh no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Don't wait up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that's my theory. because In your version, you ditch your wife. <laughs> well, the problem is the kids. When there's no parental involvement at a fancy dinner with the kids, they kind of go insane.
1: At a family dinner, wouldn't there be lots of parental-type figures?
0: They don't listen to anybody else. Never mind. <laughs> nope, it's a problem. So anyway, that combined um, with the fact... That Mr. Poop talked about having a big long Santa beard when it comes back was that's my theory.
1: He kind of like probably shamed most of the audience being like, I got married, I had a kid, <laughs> I got my GED. What did you do? <laughs>
0: <cheering> Brutal. Are you saying the vast majority of the Rick and Morty audience is single failures of adults?
1: I- I'm assuming most of the people sat down and binge watched an entire season of the show and then realized I didn't, I could have done that, like, something productive.
0: That's true. And if Mr. Poopy Butthole can have a successful life, then what's your excuse?
1: He's animated and it's not real.
0: He's animated. He also has a good attitude. I think that helps a lot.
1: Yeah. 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 And
0: probably scouts. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> probably an Eagle Scout of some kind.
1: Okay, so my <gasps> earlier hmm. was pre-sale tickets for Star Wars The Last Jedi have now gone on sale.
0: They have, and a trailer launched today. In the United States. I don't know about anywhere else, because I don't care.
1: I I haven't seen the trailer. Right. Uh, Have you seen the trailer?
0: No, because you know the answer to this question. Why didn't I watch the trailer? Because you don't watch trailers. I don't watch trailers for stuff I'm going to watch. I know I'm going to see. If I'm on the fence, then I'll watch the trailer to try to make up my mind. But if it's something I'm going to see, and I'm going to see the new Star Wars, then eh. So I can't force you to watch
1: the trailer now so we can talk about it?
0: Uh, no, I don't think you can. Mm. Yeah. If you try, okay. I'm going to end this podcast. <laughs> Just so you know.
1: Like this episode? or Yeah,
0: this episode. And then we'll see where okay. we go from there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's fair enough. That's fair enough.
0: It is. It is. So anyway, I'm, I'm excited. I like Ray and Finn and BB-8 and Poe Dameron more than the characters in Rogue One. So I'm excited to go back and see them.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Uh I'm, I'm excited for it, and I know I'm never getting more Rogue One, so I guess I agree.
0: You're never getting more Rogue One? Why not?
1: Because they all died.
0: They did. Oh, I thought you meant just like <laughs> the type of movie Rogue One is versus no. the characters. No,
1: no, no, no. no. Yeah. I, I meant Rogue One specifically.
0: Yeah, for sure. Everyone's dead. Which, I mean, there are a lot of continuity world-building problems with the Star Wars universe, but come on. Like, none of these heroes... Of the rebellion are remembered in any way. Nobody ever mentions the names in so ever again, in any of the movies.
1: Nobody mentions it, but there are interesting things that they did in Rogue One that let you believe that their legacy is still in the original trilogy. All right, hit me up. Because in Rogue One they give their call sign as uh, "Where Rogue One." They're like, there is no Rogue One, and then in On Hoth the. Snowspeeder, uh, I remember this time, that finds Han and Luke is Rogue, two or three or, or maybe four. It's Rogue something.
0: Well, and there's
1: a Rogue so, squadron so
0: the, of X-wings too.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they introduce a Rogue squadron. They do. Is the idea. So that's
0: the birth of Rogue. Fair enough. That's one. What else yeah. do we got?
1: I mean, I'm just gonna go with that one. That's it. I, like <laughs> <Yeah. All right. laughs> I mean, let let's be honest. They built a Zesta, Star, right? And then it blew up like a week later.
0: Well, okay. It blew up Alderaan. So it has more staying power than it was just built and got blown up. Like there's a planet missing now. Yes. Okay.
1: That is true. All
0: right. So I'm just saying, and it was within, what, three seconds of blowing up the rebel headquarters. So everybody there would be like, hmm, it's a pretty big deal.
1: Yeah, okay. But they could have built a thousand Star Destroyers instead of the Death Star. Yes. Right? And if they could find the Rebel base, a thousand Star Destroyers could take the Rebel base.
0: That's true. But they didn't. And the whole reason they had plans on how to destroy the Death Star was because of the people in Rogue One, none of whom were important enough to be remembered in any way. Do
1: any of the characters in the uh, original trilogy ever interact with the characters of rogue one
0: um
1: like there's the council like there's mom mothra or whatever yeah that's she talks that's that's her but she doesn't need to pass on the mission details to luke and that that's all relevant now she's on a need-to-know basis with these people they need to know how to get in and destroy the death star
0: okay also bale organa he knows everybody involved in everything
1: Yeah, he's pretty important, but at the same time, he's not sitting there wasting the details with, oh, by the way, uh, we need to thank the people who died on this planet. They were cool, but... They were cool, and they saved
0: all of our lives, personally, but eh.
1: Yeah, they saved everyone's lives, Yeah, but it would feel like needless exposition in a movie. Just be like, oh, hey, here's this thing you need to keep keep on the for for a movie in 34 years.
0: Yeah, again, this was not the concept of a movie back when star wars was made yeah no lucas wanted to start his franchise in the middle of the action and he did um so no it wasn't planned out and that's what i'm saying is that they introduced something that was not planned out it's a retcon which causes problems
1: yes but it's the best kind of retcon where they don't necessarily change like lucas has done enough changing to the original trilogy as it is that complaining about minor changes from rogue one is just kind of pointless in my opinion. Like, I, I don't think it's so blasphemous that, you know, it's worse than the prequel trilogy or anything. Definitely
0: not. Definitely not blasphemous. So yeah, more Star Wars is a good thing. I had a discussion actually with a friend about does, does Disney really need to spend a billion dollars on marketing for Star Wars?
1: You would think that if people, like, you say new Star Wars movie, you just go, yeah, I'm gonna go. See you put it. the trailer you think- on
0: YouTube. You don't, do anything like you don't have billboards you don't have jimmy Kimmel appearances you don't do anything it's just you put it up on youtube somebody finds it it goes everywhere in 45 seconds right
1: problem i would say with doing something like that is you need to space out the other competition every movie does like a 6 to 12 month ramp up where it's one trailer and then a teaser then one trailer and then a teaser slowly going forward until the release right To try and keep people you know, keep the movie in their mind. But if you don't advertise, then ever like everyone else is constantly seeing more and more of your competition, and they slowly forget about you.
0: I don't think so. I really don't think there's one trailer. Six weeks later, it comes out, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, that's what was that thing that was coming out?" The what was it? Was it Star? Was it Star Battle? Something like that? Nobody does that. Everybody sees. Everybody's like, "Yeah, Star Wars is here." It's kind of weird they didn't flood us with commercials, but I don't care. I'm telling you, there are other franchises that need to do this. Other movies, yes, you need to keep it up, keep your movie going public, aware that you exist, but Star Wars is kind of its own thing, is my whole point.
1: Well, if that was viable, and they would save themselves a billion dollars in advertising, why aren't they doing that?
0: Because they're paranoid, and because that's the way they do it with everything else. It's inertia.
1: Or because they know it works.
0: Yeah, they do. They're just covering their bases. They're basically saying if there's any chance in any universe this movie fails, we don't want to be responsible for that. But I'm just saying they don't they don't need to. They do not need to. They could not even release a trailer. They could just put it in theaters on December 14th, and someone's no. driving past the movie theater. It's like, oh crap, the new Star Wars is here. And then word of mouth just goes nuts over it.
1: I mean, I think that might work, but I would be <laughs> pissed off if I it, was just like riding home, and then it's like... Oh, I need to drop what I'm doing and go see a movie. I'm I'm gonna plan this out. I'm gonna buy tickets in like ten minutes. I'm gonna call my friends and be like, "Hey, do you want me to get you tickets? We can all go see it at the midnight release." I want to be able to plan that. If you just go, "Oh, hey, it's out. Go get it," all right? Okay, I'll, I guess I'll go see it tomorrow then.
0: See, you're gonna go see it. They don't care. Well, they got I mean, your if... money. <laughs>
1: I'd still be annoyed that it's like, no, you have to drop what you're doing and come see me now. Mm-hmm. No, it's no, you tell me when you're available and I'll work something out.
0: <laughs> but you'd go see it when all is said and <laughs> <I> mean, done. <laughs> it's Star Wars. I mean, come on. Yep. See, that's, that's, just, I'm, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying you wouldn't be annoyed. I'm not saying people would be upset, but it would still make as much money as Episode 7 did. So that's all. So that, that, that's, I think that's on my bucket list. I think one day I want to see a Star Wars movie that just doesn't have any advertising at all and see how it does. It's never going to happen.
1: You know, come, like after this Star Wars, right, go live in a cabin in the woods for a year and then just come out December 14th next year. We'll put a blindfold on you, some like noise reduction headphones, and we'll drive you to a cinema. Take them off, and then you can sit down and be like, What am I watching? And then just be like, Slow let's well, enjoy. It's the Obi Wan Kenobi movie where they change everything again.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much what I'm, I'm expecting. Yeah, anyway, I'm excited. No trailers, but I'm definitely excited. I'm gonna go see it. Yes. Is it NFL minute time? It is
1: NFL minute time. Let's do this.
0: All right. Count me down, Wade.
1: All right. Three, two, one, go.
0: Holy smokes, the Chiefs are for real, everybody. I thought for sure it was just a flash in the pan. They look good against the Patriots in week one, but as we all know, the Patriots defense is hot garbage. But the Chiefs just keep winning. They're five and oh now. Five and oh, did not see that coming at all. Alex Smith looks great. Tight ends, receivers, a lot of speed, a lot of weapons on that team. Fantastic stuff. The Bills and the Jets are on the top of the AFC East, somehow, some way, but don't worry. They will tank themselves sometime in the next three or four weeks that's my prediction Steelers Ravens Bengals all in the AFC North none of those teams are that great but somebody's got to move on to the playoffs and then the Jaguars and the Texans interesting teams Texans great young quarterback not a great defense Jaguars terrible quarterback amazing defense we'll have to see how that plays out in the upcoming weeks and months of the NFL so yeah right now Chiefs look like a lock for the playoffs I really don't see any weaknesses on that team that will keep them out The Chargers are bad. The Raiders are 2-3 after being kind of a preseason favorite for everybody, but they did lose their quarterback, and that's definitely what happens to teams that lose their quarterback. There was a better way to end that sentence, but I'll take it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to finish the sentence in a better way? I do not.
0: I stand by it.
1: Yeah, well, that NFL minute was tasty. You know what else is Tasty.
0: Szechuan sauce. (laughs) Booyah. All right. So McDonald's has been harassed by nerdy Rick and Morty fans for the last few months about bringing back this Szechuan sauce because of one brain-addled rant from Rick that was never brought up again or referenced in the show, mind you. It is a one-time thing that has somehow captured the imagination of everybody who's a Rick and Morty fan. So after harassing McDonald's about this pretty much nonstop on Twitter for the last few months, few weeks, rather... Uh, McDonald's gave in. And they said, what up, nerds? We're gonna have Shrejuan sauce at a selected McDonald's in the United States. Saturday, October 7th. For one day. For one day. And only at limited stores. Not, You know how many McDonald's there are in the U.S.?
1: Uh, I would say 24,000.
0: Yeah. Exactly. 24,000 <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> Am I right? Really close. It's in there. The point is, it is many, many. So... Me and my friend Stuart, who are both big Rick and Morty fans, said, well, maybe we'll check it out. Maybe we'll take the kids to McDonald's. He'll bring his kids. I'll bring mine. It'll be a crazy house. There's going to be a whole many people there trying to get Szechuan sauce. We'll maybe have to leave out of fear for our lives. So do some Googling and get the details of this thing. And it's like, oh, and it's only after 2 p.m. And it's only at one McDonald's. For, I want to say, 300 miles around where I am. Wow. And I said, you know what? Nah. (laughs) I was really hoping you went. I did not make the journey. I mean, the McDonald's was only, I want to say, 12 miles away. Like, I was really (laughs) ideally located (laughs) for this. (laughs) But, but... Man, the Twitters were aflame on Saturday with people who were really upset, really mad. Apparently, McDonald's had sent, I don't know, anywhere from ten to twenty packets of the Chazuan sauce to these participating, selected McDonald's restaurants. There were stories of McDonald's employees selling the packets on eBay before the store even opened that day. There were stories about people having fistfights because they were number person number twenty-two in the line and didn't get a packet of Chezwan sauce. It was dumb. There was so much dumb. I was so glad I didn't participate in the dumb.
1: Everyone who went, not everyone, but what you saw of the people who went, they were dumb, they were dumb. Don't act like that in a Maccas. Don't do it. Mac is only supplying 20 packets- Yep. To their s- selected stores.
0: They did it very poorly.
1: If, if they said, okay, we're gonna have it for 20 packets per day. Yeah. E- for like a month, Maybe. right? We're gonna have a Chezwan October screw pumpkin spice <laughs> uh, even that would have been better you'd think someone with a supply chain like them they could get more than 20 packets per store yeah it's which it's really makes insane. me think that they had like just a crate of them lying around since the when they were originally <laughs> out and we're like well how many stores could we give maybe 20 each and like okay we can give x amount
0: well i mean at the very least these uh packets of sauce had rick and morty style labels
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> and so at the very
0: least, uh, they didn't just dig them directly out of boxes from the 90s. Um, but yeah, it was bad. And so they released a press release later that day and said, Hey, sorry guys, we totally underestimated the demand there would be for this. And I was like, are you insane? Have you been following your own Twitter feed for the last six weeks? <laughs> and they said, we're really sorry. It was a bad move by us. Uh, we're going to bring it back for real this winter. No limited stores, no limited supply. I'm just going to make it part of the menu for a limited time, but it's going to be like the McRib or the Shamrock Shake or whatever, and it'll be there for a few weeks and it'll go away.
1: Now I need to start planning to get my passport. Yes. Because I know it's not coming to Australia.
0: Um, I mean, probably not. Sorry. Probably not. Probably not.
1: No. Oh, well. I think I can live with it.
0: But I mean it's little It's honestly like little packets Just like sweet and sour sauce or barbecue sauce You get for your chicken nuggets And so if they're available I will send you a couple Because I'm sure that will mail nicely That shouldn't be a problem That shouldn't be a problem, no No, not at all That's good So that is the Szechuan sauce debacle Of October 2017 in the United States
1: Where were you when McDonald's (laughs) ran out of Szechuan sauce?
0: I was home (laughs) (laughs) Because I was too smart to wade into that
1: do they do mcdonald's delivery there um
0: mm, as part of like uber eats
1: mm, i was wondering if you could get it delivered instead and been like huh. it's 12 miles away i'll just get Uber to deliver it instead
0: yeah that would have been interesting send somebody like send a third party company out to get it for you and make them stand in line and stuff <laughs> <laughs> i think they probably would have just said no
1: i mean people will do anything for money
0: they will, but it's like task based. It's not time based. And them standing in line, I don't think earns them any money. It kind of hurts their bottom line.
1: Well, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: This is where you need like a personal assistant, right? Where you tell them to do anything.
0: That is the perfect job for a personal assistant. Yes, yes. All right. So that's the Shogun sauce. That's enough, freaking Morty. There are there are some new uh, new Falcon Paladin Hour items available, Wade. What did you tell us about those?
1: There are some Falcon Paladin Hour. Styled shirts. It's the Falcon, mm. Hour, pa- Falcon Paladin Owl Pixel Edition. Shirts, hoodies, and mugs. So you can get a mug with our mugs on it.
0: So sweet. And it's pix- It's like 8-bit. It's like 16- yeah. 16-bit? 16-bit, probably.
1: Uh, I mean, I, I don't really know. I just know it's <laughs> pixel art. <laughs> it is pixel art. And it looks cool.
0: It's pixel art. But it's not like original Mario pixel art. It's a little more detailed than that. I think it's probably maybe Super Nintendo Edition.
1: Just, just a little. Yeah. yeah. So... We're going through Teespring, so teespring.com forward slash pixel is the URL. There will be links in the show notes, obviously. Go check it out. Yeah, go check it out. Uh, It does say that they're available until, like, tomorrow, but it's on a four-day refresh, which means if you order now, it'll refresh, like, in four days, it'll start to print and then ship, right? Or I could have done it as like 21 days and then Mm. you have to order now and then wait 21 days, then it'll print and ship. This way, as soon as you order, it's relatively soon to how long you get
0: it. Okay. On board, on board with this plan. That seems entirely reasonable. Considering people are signing up for places like Wish, which is six to eight to 11 weeks delivery. I feel like this is entirely reasonable. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. All right. So again, as always, we're on the Patreon. There's a link Mm -hmm. in the description there. And music by Concordia Recordings.
1: Yes, thank you to
0: Concordia. Mm -hmm. So unless there's anything else, I think we'll wrap this up. I think we'll wrap it up. All right. Put a bow on it. Put a bow on it. All right. So that's going to be it for Wade and Falcon Paladin as part of the Falcon Paladin Hour. As always, thank you so much for listening today or tonight. And you take care of yourself Once we thought that we'll stay young And this world is never gold But when I opened up my eyes I said, grow old with me Will you age here by my side?
1: And stay beautiful for life Oh, fade away in the darkness
0: And leave me here This world is a cold place without you. Oh, yeah. This is how you get uh, Easter eggs. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I just turned it on without telling you.